everybody, welcome back into the Fitness Genies podcast, Inside the Genies Lamp. I fucking 100% forgot my own podcast name. I swear to God, production value will get better after this season. <laughs> because I'm not going to lie to you, not that I ever will, or have reason to. Uh, I 100% hit record on this way too early, but we're here. We're good. I've at least got some little bit of structure that we're going to go through. Um, I was going to write a script for this um, in terms of just like hit on all of these points, but instead I've done a very, very, very loose script um, because I know one of the most positive feedback that I get, one of the most positive feedbacks plural? I don't know. That I get from people regarding the podcast is that it's so chilled that it just feels like there's a little Trav in your ear, that you're all just friends chilling around doing whatever. So welcome back to season three of Inside the Genie's Lamp. It is, it is about to get hectic. I'm not sure if you saw my post on Instagram and if you do not follow me on Instagram, what the fuck are you doing? Um, please go follow me on there because... That's where the quality thought out content goes. And if you're just following me off the back of TikTok, I can guarantee there is a lot of things that you are missing in terms of the context behind why I do the videos and you need to get on TikTok. Sorry, you need to get on Instagram. Ideally both, you know what? Just fucking support me everywhere. Um, even on Pinterest, I don't even have a Pinterest, but you know what? Let's just, let's just go for it. Just mention me every, anyway. Um, welcome back. Season three, the calm before the storm. Felt like I was about to read a fucking Harry Potter novel then. Um, the calm before the storm. Why is it the calm before the storm? Uh, main reason being, and then we'll get into the foundations of happiness, but main reason being is because there has been a lot of shit that's happened with the fitness genie and the company and everything that is going on. And it sounds insane to say that it is at a point where the growth has happened exponentially and beyond quickly. And I'm also worried about not blowing up because one of my first ever business mentors was an absolute fuckwit, um, blew up his business, filed for bankruptcy and everything. So scaling, I obviously, he taught me a lot in terms of what not to do. Um, so yeah, I really hope he's out of the industry, but anyway, um, Ooh, man, that scared the hell out of me. Um, but anyway, what we're going to be going through today is moving my watch off the counter. Um, is how to get back to the foundations of happiness. And before we get to that, of course, there's ramblings that go on everywhere um, because I half made my point. It's the calm before the storm because the fitness genie has expanded and it has hit growth that I thought never possible, um, which is awesome, which is awesome, as terrifying as it is, um, is amazing. Um, so yeah, it's looking like I said, I would, I would hate to work from home 24 seven, but with the amount of content that I'm doing and the amount of, uh, Lindsay has just started with us, which is our new head coach. And she's going to be absolutely killing it. She's going to fit in amazingly and she's going to do amazing work for us and help us grow even further. And then that is just going to snowball into, holy shit, we need to get another coach on board. We need to get more processes and systems and everything in, in, everything in and settled. So I am excited for it, but it's one of those things that time will tell from here on out. And I just need to keep doing what I'm doing. So if you're listening to this, thank you. Um, you can say that you listened to the fitness genie way back when, um, because hopefully this is the last season of the podcast where 
should have rephrased that because that made it sound really grim. Um, this is the last season of the podcast before, fingers crossed, well, not really fingers crossed, it's just I'm going to fucking do it, um, turn it into a YouTube series. And ideally, we can, obviously it'll have to be through Zoom for some remote people coming in and I'm not going to really fly people in, um, as of yet anyway, to jump on the podcast and go through some things and have some amazing guest appearances. That will all still be uh, digital, we'll say. But I would love to get it to a point where people can either watch the stream of the podcast happen live and chuck it up on YouTube and have that as a full series. Potentially, one of the things that I'm interested in doing is a separate podcast series similar to this one, like obviously it'll still come out, but not separate to this one, it would be a part of it, where it's just a straight up, here's what I would do if I was starting from scratch and I had to lose 10 kilos in 12 weeks. This is what I would do. And essentially just like a beginner's guide to weight loss, that sort of thing. That's in the, that's in the pipeline, um, particularly with what happened, what has happened over the past four or five months. Um, a lot of the ideas that I had have essentially had to go on the back burner. And now that we're at a place of essentially almost autopilot, um, I really want to start to get back into doing the, the small things on the back. Um, obviously there's D and D that's always going to be a thing. That's going to be a priority. Um, but one thing I would love to do is these like little beginner guides, like beginner guide to weight loss, or I don't want to say like weight loss for dummies, but weight loss for yo-yo dieters. Did I just call yo-yo dieters dummies? No. Don't read too much into that. <laughs> Don't read into that. This is just a crazy man talking at the moment. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of things that I really want to get into, particularly something, it's not going to, it's not going to be exactly like this, but one thing I would love to do is like an anxiety handbook and just like weight loss plus anxiety equals whatever and equals freedom or some shit. I don't know. But just a little mindset book around 12 weeks of weight loss, like the 12 weeks to begin weight loss or the eight weeks to, and do a podcast series or a book or something like that. I'm going to re I'm going to relaunch and redo and refilm and re fucking everything. The foundations program that I have, because I rewatched that video and I was like, holy shit, this is actually some quality, quality stuff. Um, and the book would essentially be based on that or the YouTube series or the podcast would be based on that because the knowledge that is in that eight week program is fucked to put it lightly. Um, so I really want to relaunch that, refilm all those things when I get some time and then essentially just say, Hey, here's this thing that I offer that is open to everyone all the time and it's cheap as balls. Um, so that's one of the things that I'm heavily, heavily, heavily interested in. Um, but that will take a lot of time. So that was a quick little update on the business and I suppose hopefully by the fucking time we do season four, my God, hopefully by the time we do season four, um, me and Beth or Beth and I, if you're fancy like that, will have a house and I can actually turn one of the rooms into a giant studio. And as amazing as this studio is, people that will be watching well, I can't even say people will be watching because it's not a fucking YouTube series yet, is it? But people that may be watching the out clip of this, who knows, um, or just know where I am. This room that I have at the moment, our lounge room, quote unquote, it's a spare bedroom that we've turned into a lounge room slash study slash office is amazing. 
but now it's time to get into the phase of production value. How do we make this amazing? How do we put up one solid piece of awesomeness a week that has that high quality production value instead of just random ass TikToks that are filmed on my phone that are just like, hey, this will be funny. And that's part of the charm. But I also want to make sure that it's, it's as aesthetically pleasing as possible without losing the value. So now we're moving into that next phase of the fitness genie, which was essentially we've moved from what the fuck is the fitness genie and who is this random guy yelling at me on Instagram and why is he so angry? Um, short answer, <laughs> he has no money and he has a lot of mental health issues. <laughs> that was phase one a few years back. Uh, phase two, I feel like I'm describing a Marvel series. And we're just, no matter what happens, we're just like, yeah, give it, give it to us. <laughs> Makes no fucking sense. Awesome. Throw it at us. We will pay a lot of money to see it. Um, phase two is essentially taking all of that shit, reinvesting into the business, paying myself minimum wage and doing everything that I absolutely can to increase my skill sets. That's done. Phase three is essentially just now that I have that skill sets, now we need to focus on acquiring income so that we have income. Obviously, fucking coming in, that's a definition of income, so that we can put it back into the business and hire some people. Uh, shout outs to Tanil and Lindsay. Anyway, um, so that we can have more people helping more people helping me achieve my dream, which is in turn helping more people achieve their dream. So we've done the shit stuff. We've grinded out six days a week for 14 hours. We're now international. We have the money. We have the coaches. We have the coordinator. We have the foundations of an incredibly successful business about to scale. So just before we go, I suppose, company worldwide, um, even though we already are, but before it becomes a international brand, I suppose, is we're going to figure out how the absolute fuck can we dominate Australia. Um, and we're in that phase at the moment. So we are going to try and dominate that and make sure the business is scalable and has money coming in so that we have the capacity to do whatever we want and help as many people as possible and figure out what that looks like. So that's a little business update for you. And with that, um, I think we should just get straight into the foundations of happiness because as you can tell, I'm fucking fired up for this year and everything that is going to happen. Um, because if we can get through that pandemic and still come out the other end and still have all of this shit happening in terms of positivity and all the fun stuff, um, I've quite literally proved that even a fucking one in a 100 year event cannot stop the fitness genie. So I'm fucking pumped and here we go. So, I've written down a few things that I want to touch on, but you know, if you're, if you're a season one, season two, if this is your first listen, I apologize so much, but if you're season one and season two, you know what you're in for. I have topics. I'm going to go on a tangent. I'm going to talk some shit, but it's at least going to be incredibly valuable shit. It's going to be dinosaur poo. So the point that it's like, oh, that's not really that impressive. And someone goes, no, hang on a minute. That's actually from a triceratops. And you're like, oh, oh. I want to pay a thousand dollars for a little, a little tiny scrap of that. Thank you. So we'll at least be Jurassic Park shit. That's what we're after. Jurassic Park shit. Um, and if this is your first listen, listen to season three, welcome. It is amazing to have you. Thank you so much for supporting the fitness genie and all of its endeavors and me and everything. I hope you 
don't have to sign up because this podcast has given you so much fucking value for free that you can just message me six months later and say, Ayo, Trav, uh, listen to all your podcasts and you've absolutely changed my life. And this is the first that you even know that I exist, but I may not know your name or what you look like or what you do or anything about you, but I am addressing you right now. So thank you for listening. Um, I really appreciate it because it's helping me. And if you do want to help me, um, feel free to stop this podcast and go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you are and give us a five-star rating because that will absolutely help increase our reach, which means when we have a better reach, we have a better, better audience, we have a bigger audience. Not to say you're all not incredibly beautiful. Uh, but when we have a bigger audience, we can reach more people. And when we reach more people, we can very easily get more guests to bring that information back to you here. So that's what we're after. Anywho, how to get back to the foundations of happiness. A lot of the time when I'm on the phone with people, initially, I mean, everybody initially comes to me for weight loss. That's just a given. Hey, Trevor, I want to lose weight. Fantastic. Why? Um, we're all very well versed with the why and the backseat and the kid in the backseat analogy that I always say that I'm going to be running you through. But I was on a pod, I was on a podcast. I was on a, I was on a coaching call with a client of mine. Shout out to her. She knows exactly who she is. Um, she actually got really excited and she said, that's a podcast episode. You need to write that down. So I was like, okay. So I wrote it down and it's still on my whiteboard. Um, obviously for right now. So how to get back to the foundations of happiness. I'm going to essentially say what I said to her, and then I'm also going to elaborate on it a little bit as well. <coughs> oh. When I'm on the phone initially with people, obviously they want to lose weight. They want to lose the COVID kilos. They want to get back to where they were before the pandemic, and they want to do all these things that they seem to have just lost themselves. And... The thing that I say to them is essentially, what were you doing before the pandemic or where do you want to get back to? What does that person look like? What are they doing? What's their lifestyle? What is everything about that person? They go, oh, well, you know, we used to go out for dinner. We used to do this. We used to, you know, have board game night. We used to do that. We used to just have fun. Like, Awesome. But I also did that when I was 20 kilos lighter. It's like, okay, cool. So, you know, we'll work on the weight loss. That's something that's just going to happen. Um, so what do you want from life is essentially the big question that gets asked in like a big general broad type of thing, which is what do you want from life? So when we get to that question of what do you want from life, then it becomes, well, I don't know. Okay, cool. I'm going to ask that again um, in, a, in a better way. You say you want to get back to the person that you were and you say that you want to do these things that you used to do in the past that you are not currently doing. So 98% of people on the program, finish the program, whatever, that have signed up, they're going to sign up for the phrase, I know what I need to do, but I just don't do it. And then I come in and figure out why the fuck are we not doing it? It's usually because of a mental or emotional block or something that is just in our head of, holy crap, now it makes sense. So, 
For this client in particular that I was talking to that gave me the idea for this podcast, I said, we need to get back to the foundations of happiness. We need to stop focusing on weight loss. We need to stop focusing on nutrition. And I know that sounds like absolute fucking blasphemy for a health coach to be like, well, a weight loss coach, I should say, to be like, hey, I don't want you to focus on tracking calories and macros because right now it's a little bit damaging for us and it's just causing you to smash your head against a wall, essentially. So I said, I'm taking calorie macro tracking away from you because for this client in particular, she is an absolute bomb when it comes to nutrition knowledge. Like, and I mean bomb in a good way. Like she knows her shit. And if I were to say, hey, I have these meals planned out and I gave 10 meal options for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, whatever. If I gave her 10 and I said, hey, I want you to pick what's going to work for me, she would pick it. Without even knowing the calories and macros, she would most likely pick that. And I said, cool, I don't doubt your ability to pick healthy foods at all. Not only for the fact that you're a fucking adult the same way that everybody is, but we have that decision. We have that information to essentially just know what is going on now? Because it's not anything that we don't... How do I say it? How do I give context around this? A lot of people will say, listen to your body or, you know, that thing. Like, just do intuitive eating. Whatever the fuck that means. And one of the things I have to say, almost every single person that is going to be like, hey, let's just do intuitive eating. Let's just listen to our body. Eat when you're hungry. Almost every single person that is giving that information or that advice has had fucking years of calorie and macro tracking. Most likely. There's obviously some out there that don't do it and they're just like, oh, well, it worked for me. So I'm going to tell other people to do it. Same way that anybody gives advice in any way ever is we have an experience and then we learn from it. And then we essentially just say, hey, this worked. The difference is people know when to shut the fuck up when they don't have any scientific background for what they're talking about in terms of quite literally any weight loss advice given in mum's groups. Anyway, um, that's a TikTok. Um, they usually have years of experience of calories and macro tracking. So it's not intuitive. It's now just informed. And when people have that advice of intuitive eating, they're not informed. There is no education. There is no nutrition education or insight in terms of this works for me and this is what's going to help me achieve my goals. Because every, not every single person, but most people that sign up, they're not hitting their protein, they're under eating in carbs, and their fat count is through the roof. Because a lot of the quote unquote healthy foods that we are essentially like have avocados, have nuts, have this, have that very energy dense. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with them. It's just the fact that a lot of people are like, Ooh, it's got healthy fats. So I'm going to have that. And for some reason, that's still the thing that's like, that hasn't been tarnished in any thing of like health and fitness industry, which is fucking amazing. Um, you'd think someone would have a fucking problem with it by now, but thankfully they do not. And I am not here to tarnish that. The thing I am saying is that most people get a lot of their daily energy needs from fats. And when I come in, I'm like, cool, let's do high, higher protein. Let's hit 120 grams minimum to start off with. Awesome. Now let's go 130, 140, whatever it's going to be for that person. That's obviously very general. So once we have fixed their nutrition or optimized it, I'm going to say, I don't want to fix it because it's not technically broken is once we've optimized that and they're eating in a way that is optimal for them 
Um, God, I'm on the ball today. Um, we've optimized their nutrition for what works for them. We know that essentially here are five meals that we can have for breakfast. Here are five meals we can have for lunch, same for dinner, same for desserts, whatever. As long as we eat roughly eyeballing, if we eat roughly like this, we will achieve weight loss. And then people that move into the intuitive eating and the listen to your body type of deal, they essentially know how to balance and juggle their calories and macros based on the stimulus that they are doing throughout the day. For example, if you have a coach that does, for example, 10,000 steps a day, they eat and they're roughly routined. I'm just going to throw out random numbers. 10,000 steps a day, they get their workout in, uh, they eat 2000 calories a day. They know roughly what 2000 calories looks like. And they know as long as most meals, as long as all meals have high amounts of protein or just even moderate amounts of protein, they're going to be doing pretty fucking well. So if they have a day where they're like, Ooh, five, 5,000 steps above what they normally do. So they're at 15,000 steps or they've had like back to back sessions or an incredibly taxing day. That's where they'll feel okay and not guilty because they're like, oh, this is way above what I would normally do in terms of calories out and energy demand. So it's okay if I go over my calories because my calorie deficit, I don't even know why I'm doing air quotes, not that you can fucking see them, but I'm doing air quotes. Um, oh my God, my calorie deficit has increased to now a thousand. So it's okay if I have another 500 calories on top of that. So they've got the nutritional education behind them to know that intuitive eating for them is actually just education around nutrition. And then they've got the insight around what their day, what their routine, what their energy demands are. And however many years later they go, this works for me. And they don't have to track very similar to myself. I'm starting to track now because I'm like, yeah, you know what? I can't be fucked um, eating whatever I want and then hitting a point of, because at the moment I am, I am not burnt out, but tired. I'm very tired lately. And when I'm tired, the same thing I say to everyone is that if you are tired, your satiety hormones are going to be fluctuating like all fuck. You're not going to know if you're full. And that's why when you have a bad night's sleep, you're always going to feel like you're snacky that there's not always heaps of energy there and you feel like you have to go get the energy, but you're not really hungry, but it's not energy. So when we don't have energy, we go for food because that has energy. So we eat it. So we feel snacky. So through the entire day, it's like, oh yeah, you know, like if I wasn't tracking my calories, I probably would have had this and this and this and this. And that's where we typically go wrong because we don't have that edu education to be like, oh, okay, cool. I know that leptin and ghrelin, which are my satiety hormones, they're going to be fighting out like, oh, fuck. They haven't refreshed because the brain hasn't reset from sleep because of this and this and this, because of this reason, because of that. And then we get to the root cause and say, okay, cool. The reason that you didn't sleep was actually because you've been under reading for three days in the three days in the week that led up to the shit sleep. And when you got incredibly stressed, you didn't address it. And then you went to bed stressed, anxious, had a restless sleep, woken up today and you're like, fuck it, I'm done. And then that's where you have that, oh my God, what is going on with my brain hole? Um, if you do that, you should probably get into acting because it's like, <gasps> Jacques, what is going on with my brain hole? There's no energy in this. I need all the cakes in the world, please. And that's what you do. <laughs> that's snacking encapsulated. So that tangent for intuitive eating and knowing what you're going to be eating, I believe this client has that foundation. 
So now that she has that foundation, I feel fucking confident as the coach to take calorie and macro tracking away from her to essentially just say, cool, you've got that foundation. That is absolutely tip top shape. Well done. Uh, loaf of bread, tip top. And I want to take that away from you to see how we go because you're still on the program at the moment. We're still coaching. We're still going through these things. We're still in communication. We're still everything. The only thing we're not doing is saying, hey, this is what I'm eating and here's a number that correlates to it. That's it. I believe she has that foundation. I have taken it off her and said, just do what you do and let's focus on getting back to being happy. Because the root cause thing that was happening with nutrition was that we weren't happy. And this is fucking common for a lot of people, particularly after this pandemic. And now that it's like ended, but not ended. And we're in that sort of stalemate thing of like, what's going to happen next? We don't know. And that's where the anxiety peaks because as an anxious person, if I don't have that routine and that confirmation, I freak the fuck out the same as anybody is going to do. Particularly if you're a perfectionist, an anxious person, and you don't know what's going to happen, why would you plan for something that isn't even going to happen probably? So the thing that I say to every single person is we don't know, and that's okay. The only thing that we can do is control our responses and actions right now. So what can we do? Who cares if we go into a lockdown three months from now, because we're not going to fucking know. We can have two months and 29 days of absolute bliss. And then on that third, like the fucking 31st or the first, I should say, where that's where we're going to the lockdown, we can't, we can't foresee that. And even if we did, it's like saying, well, I'm going to go to prison in six months. Why would you spend essentially six months being like, oh, sitting on the couch and just eating fuck all and doing nothing because we're about to go to prison and spend the rest of our lives in prison. So why don't we just simulate prison now? Because what's the point? To me, that always found, sounded really fucking illogical and stupid. Even though as a man with depression, as a man with depression, as a fucking person with depression, I should say, just anybody with depression, I understand how we, how we make that logical to ourselves. But it's like, okay, let's take advantage of that situation. If we don't know, let's just be productive with it. Let's just do something today then. Let's not focus on the future. Let's just focus on right now. And when we were getting back to that quote unquote foundations of happiness, it was the... It was the feeling of being trapped, for lack of a better word or a better phrase. It was the uncertainty of, I used to go do these things, but I don't do them anymore. So I'm going to take control of something, which for a lot of people is nutrition because, you know, we need to eat. The, th the argument I always make to people where they're like, oh, I'm not in a position to focus on my nutrition. It's like, okay, but you know, we always need to eat. So there's always things that we can do. And I know that if you're a hundred percent, like flat out, burnt out, no money, no whatever situation is just not right for you to sign up for coaching. I understand that in terms of not worrying about your nutrition. I understand that as well, but we all have to eat. It's just a fucking inevitability that we're all going to eat. So there's always better decisions that we can make when it comes to those times to essentially quote unquote mitigate damage whether you're coaching or weight loss or just want to be healthier. Regardless, we're all eating. So the root cause was the uncertainty, the anxiousness, the bleh. I think that's the best word that I can actually use to describe it. They're like bleh of just like, hey, what's life like at the moment? Bleh. 
I'm not doing these things that I used to. We used to be able to go out and do these things and essentially getting back to the person that we were, not the body that we were. I want to fucking emphasize that right now. We're not getting back to the body that we were. We're getting back to the person that we were. The exact same shit that why every single person listening follows me is that it's not about the body. It's about the person that operates the body. It's about the mind that operates the body. And if we can get that mind to be as happy as possible, it's going to do shit that just makes you want to move your body, be happy and nourish it and take care of it. Self-love. That in a nutshell, really. So how do we get back to the foundations of happiness was essentially the question that I asked. Can we start to go out to dinners? Can we start to do these things? Can we start to go back to the gym? Can we start to go on picnics or date nights or this or that or whatever? Start to think about weight loss will happen. And I understand that a lot of people coming out of the pandemic are wanting to lose the COVID kilos. That doesn't mean because there's a big giant resistance here. And this is, this is where a lot of people get fucked really. Um, we want to lose weight. So we're coming out of the pandemic. God, I wish I could show you all this. This is why a fucking YouTube series would be good. We're coming out of the pandemic. On one side, we have coming out of the pandemic on one side. And we want to, um, coming out of the pandemic and we want to do something. We want to enjoy our lives on the other side. We want to lose weight. How do we lose weight if we're going to socialize? But I really want to socialize. Yeah, but I also have to lose weight. Okay, well, I'm going to go out on the weekend and I'm just going to do that then. And I'm going to, you know, take care of myself like Monday through Friday. I'm going to do that. Awesome. Do that for a while. Oh my God, I'm freaking the fuck out because this is the exact same as my binge restrict cycle that I've always done my entire life. Holy shit, what is going on? And then we freak out. That's the resistance that's happening at the moment. And the thing that I would love to say is... Don't worry about weight loss right now. Let's focus on you being happy. And I know that a lot of people are going to say, well, I'll be happy when I lose 20 kilos or I'm not happy right now because I've gained 20 kilos or whatever it's going to be. I'm using 20 as that arbitrary number because it's also a very real number. I right now do not care about that, to be perfectly honest, because every single person that is signing up is saying roughly this script in their head, everything I've just said. <clears throat> they're saying roughly that script and I say, cool, let's track calories, macros as best we can. And if you're going out, like if you want to go out, go out, do it. Don't worry about tracking calories and macros. Don't worry about retro for the love of fucking, I have to like full pause my thought pattern here for this one. For the love of God, <laughs> please do not. I will fucking pay you to not track your macros or calories or anything retroactively. It, it will fuck you up. <laughs> the amount of people that I've spoken to where they go out on the weekend and then they get the Sunday blues, not even in a good way. There's no jazz flute or anything. It's just Sunday night. They go, well, what I, what I chose on the weekend wasn't that bad. Surely it couldn't be that like I made good decisions. I wouldn't have gone over my calories that much, right? And then they start tracking everything that they did. And then they're like, oh my God, if that's me making a healthy decision and doing the best I can, and I still fucked it up and went over 1500 calories, how fucking useless am I? That retroactively 
all of that thought pattern and everything in that could have been could have 100% been avoided by just not doing it and you essentially cutting the head off the thought pattern and saying I made the best decision I could I made healthy decisions I enjoyed my night I don't regret a single fucking thing I'm happy I'm moving on that's it that's where the thought pattern should stop that's where we get to so the thing that I really want to stress on that is please for the love of god do not do anything retroactively because it never really never really works out in our favor if we always try and go back and do something, it never works out, which is why I'm so focused on the now and the future. When people say, I want to get my body back, I go, yeah, yeah, good one. We don't get our body back. We just have our body. So let's fucking love it right now and focus on building the one that we have into a better one. Because if you look back on the body that you had previously, getting that body was probably fucking miserable. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I was actually, I was doing all these shakes and I was doing fasting and I was doing this and I'm like, cool. So why would you want that body back if it's a representation of the pinnacle of your dieting culture fucking lifestyle? Why would you want that? Oh yeah, I don't really. So the thing that when obviously people look back, major tangent, when people look back at their body and they go, oh, I want to get back to that. It's usually... Like, okay, I want to be happy again. I want to feel confident again. I want to be able to put my clothes back on and they not be tight and I actually feel confident within myself. Cool. Fucking awesome. Now we're getting somewhere. Now we can lay the fucking foundations of happiness. Everything that person just described in terms of what they want to do and how they're going to feel when they lose the weight, let's take all that energy, ball it up into a little fucking thing, yeet it into the future, and then we go, okay, cool, actually... That's how I want to feel. So now we're looking ahead into the future and going like, okay, cool. That's the dream Travis. I'm just going to use my own name because that way I'm not insulting anyone. I'm just going to, well, except for anyone named Travis. So, which is unfortunate. Sorry, Travis. Um, (laughs) When we look into the future and we go, cool, that's the dream Travis. That's how they're going to feel. That's how they're going to act. That's their habits, behaviors, thought patterns, belief systems. That's fucking everything that they espouse as a person. I want that. Cool. So you already know what your dream version of yourself is going to do. So let's just reach into the fucking future and start acting as if you are that person. So then that way we don't have to wait and then be like, oh, in five years, I'll be happy when I'm that person. No, fuck no. I hit my five-year goal in two and a half years. I'm fucking superseding this bitch. I'm going full Sonic with it. So let's take our future version of ourselves and everything that's ideal and dream about ourselves. If you don't have one, fantastic. You don't need one. All you need is a vision of what don't you want right now and what do you want to be. That's essentially it. And just be like, well, I don't want to be fucking depressed. It's cool. What do we do about it? That's where I started. But we reach into the future and say, well, if this is the dream, Travis, for example, I'm just going to start acting like that. Start doing the things that that would do. It's going to get me there faster if I just start acting like it now. And then you achieve dreams and goals and things a shitload quicker because now you're just acting in alignment with who you want to be. And then one day... That old saying of fake it till you make it. (laughs) No, we go one step further and we go fake it until you become it. Because what happens when you do make it? Do you just stop? Do you just give up? No. So we actually want to transform the person and the mind and their habits and behaviors and life systems. Life systems. There we go. Went to say belief systems and lifestyle, but life systems is fucking amazing. Um, And we just do that and we act like that. But we're not going to get there by focusing on just pure weight loss. What we do instead is find things that we enjoy doing. For this client, it was going out with friends. It was impromptu little lunch dates. It was 
being social. And for a lot of people, it is being social. And we just don't have that right now because we're working from home. We don't have a commute. We don't have these little things that we used to do. There's no, the, this is massive. There is no singing in the car anymore because we don't have a commute. Yes, it's awesome that you don't have to go. And obviously, you know, the pros and cons from working from home, but there's no little things in our life anymore that bring us joy. It's essentially wake up, work, finish work, switch screens, do whatever you want. Oh, I can't be fucked. Let's just get pizza or something because pizza is the fucking highlight of the day. How was your day? Yeah, it was a day. <laughs> awesome. So why would we want to build on, like, why would we want that as a life? And then be like, oh yeah, I'm not happy because I'm overweight. No, we're not. We're unhappy because you're not fucking doing anything with your life. Yeah, you can be working and making money and saving up for a future that might happen. Awesome. But there's nothing there that is bringing us joy. So how do we find things that are going to bring us joy? A lot of the people signing up, I'll go full fucking circle with this. A lot of the people signing up. I want to lose weight because I'll be happy when. I want to get back to what I was doing before COVID. I want to be doing these things. And I understand the anxiety of getting back out there and I might catch COVID and this and that and all the other implications that are going to come with it. I'm going to say, what is the alternative right now? Is it we just constantly live in fear? And if, for the love of God, if you're listening to this and, you, and like just not even going to say it. Most of us, hopefully all of us with a brain and the capacity, if you can, uh, be fully vaccinated. That is quite literally all we can do and mask up and wash your hands and all that other shit. We can control that. We cannot control when, where, or who we get COVID from. So obviously don't fucking go to someone's house and be like, you've got COVID. Fantastic. Spit in my mouth, please. <laughs> even if they don't have COVID, that's just a strange thing to do. <laughs> so I wouldn't advise that at all, but we need to find these little things, these little nuances that we didn't, that we had before COVID that we don't have now singing in the car, singing in the shower, impromptu lunch dates with colleagues or friends or socializing. We don't have to live for the weekend, which is like, oh good, I don't have to work anymore. Fantastic. I'm going to watch all the movies or I'm going to binge or I'm so mentally burnt out. I can't do anything. This is my call out to every single person listening to this that is even slightly in the frame of, I want to get back to whatever it is. Look carefully at what you're wanting to achieve and then figure out what is the deep reason, root cause thing that you actually want to do and achieve. For me, it's always been, I want to be happy. Awesome. What the fuck does that mean? What do I have to do to be happy? Well, for me, it was going back to being a personal trainer. I chased the money for a little bit, hated it. Quite literally, my brain hated it too. Two mental breakdowns later. <laughs> um, for me, it was just be happy. When was I last happy? No, when I was a personal trainer. Cool. The money absolutely sucks dick. And well, I suppose that would make more money than being a personal trainer. But <laughs> um, the money is terrible. Can I live on a shitty income but be happy? Yeah, I can. Awesome. And I understand not everybody is in that position to do so, but 
me having quite literally no expenses other than rent and food, I could do that because it was around about four or 500 bucks a week of if I make 500 bucks a week, that's enough for rent. That's enough for groceries. And it's also enough to go do something with my mates. That was all I needed because I was just like, if I'm happy, I'm happy if I have those needs. So a lot of what we're going through at the moment is not so much of your wants because everybody has shit they want. And I'm here to tell you that right now your wants mean fuck all. And I'm sorry to say that. It's a shitty thing to say. And obviously you might be in a different position and I hope that you are so that you can have that opportunity to go for your wants. But there's fuck all out there and people are doing almost nothing to address their emotional needs. I have to say this because it's simplistic, but it's like, whoa, your needs need to be met before you start reaching for things you want. I'm going to say that again. Your needs need to be met before you start reaching for things you want. I know we want to lose weight. I know we want to do these things that, you know, that's my body and I can be more confident. I can do these things. What do you need to achieve that? For most people, it's like, oh, I need a coach. I need accountability. I need this. I need that. Awesome. Most times, yeah, you're right. Because I'll I'll probably just get on the phone with you and fucking change your life on that phone call and be like, cool, here's what I would do. And you would go off and live your life as in however is happy for you, whatever is good for you. But most likely... These little nuances of emotional and mental needs that used to be getting met are no longer being met and we're ignoring them. You will, how do I say it? You will change your life and the way that you look at weight loss and the way that you look at achieving your goals and how efficient you can be in achieving those goals and what you can do in terms of getting things that you want in life if you switch your focus from what are my needs? What do I need? And then when they're being met, then you can ask for what you want. Right now, all of my needs are being met tenfold. Because I put a fucking heavy focus on that from the get-go. Not everybody has the... the lug- I'm going to fucking say this and I'm going to get hate for it. But not everybody has the luxury or the advantage that I had in terms of being suicidal and incredibly depressed. That made me and forced me to focus on my needs. Where if I didn't have that and I was just an entitled little white boy fucking going through life relative like not oppressed at all and no issues whatsoever i'd probably still be an incredibly terrible personal trainer douchebag trying to get a six-pack because that used to be me but then all of these things that happened to me switched my thinking from okay i want to go do that but realistically it's not going to happen so what do i need at a bare minimum and it got me back to the point of i just need to be happy I need to do these things to make sure that my needs are met. And now that my needs are met, I can actually put together something that I want to do, like a podcast, like a YouTube series, like hiring a coach, like fucking anything that I want to do now, I can just be like, yeah, I'm going to go do that. I have the luxury now because I've focused for the past six years. Doesn't even, it's not even that long, but for the past six years, I've been focusing on what I need, 
What do I need in life? What does the business need? What does my relationship need? What does my puppy need? What does all of these things in my life, what do they need? And if those needs are being met, hey, I'm pretty fucking happy. And as it just so happens, me meeting my needs and everything else around me, everything that's important to me, those needs, I've, you know, never really focused on, well, I have, but I've never really focused on weight loss short of all my needs being met and me going, eh, I wonder what would happen. Like how lean can I get in six months? And then I hired a coach to get me lean for six months. That was it. Surface level shit. But I was just like, eh, let's just see if I can do it. So I did it. And I was like, okay, that's cool. It's not bad. But I was in the position to do so because my needs were being met. So how do we get back to the foundations of happiness? Make sure your needs are being met and do things that bring you joy. The weight loss will happen. I can guarantee you that. I've not had a single fucking person sign up where I haven't said the physical shit just happens. When you're happy and healthy and moving and essentially like loving yourself, it happens. It is just an inevitability of life that when you're happy and healthy, you do things that keep you happy and healthy. So let's just fucking do that for as long as we can. Focus on being happy and the rest of the shit will sort itself out. If it doesn't and we need a more specific intervention, that's where we go down the coaching style. That's where we figure out, okay, what is going on? Where are the pieces of the puzzle? But let's just get back to being happy. Let's just get back to doing the things that we used to take for granted that we don't do anymore, which are going, hanging out with friends and being social and doing all these little nuances of, hey, I actually enjoy my life or it's been a good week or here's the highlight of my week short of ordering a fucking pizza and watching the same shows that we've done. Because... I've done that before. Doesn't work. Does in the short term. Feels awesome. And as soon as you finish the pizza, it's like, my God, I'm greasy. (laughs) So I hope that helped. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm fucking glad to have every single one of you here. Um, If you learned something or you liked it or something resonated with you, feel free to give us a five-star review or just any review. And just keep us in the loop with everything that is going on. If there's something that you want to, something that you want discussed through the podcast, reach out on Instagram um, and we will, we will figure out what we can do to, uh, to get that podcast answered, to get your questions answered. Um, But otherwise, enjoy the rest of your week, have the best day in the world, and I'll see you all in the next one.